Welcome to the Shitposter.club anime review podcast. I am Dad, your host. With me is Cool Boy Mew. <laughs> Full Metal. What's up? Uh, we're approaching the end of Full Metal's list, but we're never going to run out of stuff to talk about. This, this little island country is just way too productive. They've produced so much stuff over the decades. We could devote our lives to talking about this and not cover half of everything. God, I've been so lazy this season. There is a bunch of shit that I did not finish, but I'll be saving this for a t Thursday watch, a Thursday catch up. Yeah, and since I've been taking a break from reading One Piece, I've been reading some other comics. Shall we get into those now? Sure. Go for it. Okay. So there are two different karate isekais. Uh, I'd heard of one called uh, Karate Baka Isekai, which is uh, uh, it's, it's uh, this karate practitioner dies, goes to fantasy world, all those cliches, but he's so confident in his karate skills that he doesn't take any additional magic powers. Just with like super supreme Japanese skills. He, he'll beat the shit out of monsters. It's fairly ridiculous and cliche, but... Alright, Karate Baka Isekai. So this one's a stylized version of just sucking off Japanese martial arts skills and how they're better than fantasy magic. But the art's pretty good, and there's a big titty elf princess, so I'm... I'm enjoying it, even though it's pretty stupid. It's not necessary watching or viewing at all. If, if you're looking for a basic isekai that can keep you entertained for a short while, this one's alright. It's pretty pointless fluff. You don't need to read it, but I found it somewhat entertaining. Sure. Another one's more serious. This is Karate Survivor and Another World. Now, this is one of those brutal isekai words. The character is struggling to survive. It's, it's hard just to find food, and every time he gets into a fight, either with a person or with a monster, it's always this hellish struggle just to not get killed. So, this one's less stupid. The writing is much better, but it still has a lot of the fantasy tropes. Like, characters have levels in their classes and they can look at their skill lists and they have to hunt out specific monsters to increase their levels so this had the potential to be great but it's uh the, the art's mediocre and it's it tries to be serious but it's not as deep as it thinks it is so i can't really recommend this one that's unfortunate there's a lot of series that suffer from wasted potential which is way worse than having no potential at all. Yeah, I've heard this one compared to that Grimgar anime, which is also about how hard it is to kill goblins and shit. But I've not seen that. I liked Grimgar. Uh, I didn't think it was like, amazing, but I thought it had some interesting concepts that, uh, that a lot of other isekais don't really tackle. Namely being, you would get your fucking shit rocked in a realistic fantasy world. Oh yeah, you'd be more likely to die from disease or a lack of water than from getting killed by orcs. 
Anything to say, Mew? Nope. Don't read mangas. <laughs> I don't read mangas, so... Fucking illiterate. <laughs> I, I read light, light novels, so... <laughs> and you read that's subtitles. Some, that's worse. No, oh, no, manga, be, be, that's be, for fucking nerds. I read be, light novels. You, you, you can imagine it uh, how you wish. Instead of looking yeah, it's at the fuck. cute anime girls, I look at text describing the cute anime girls. Yeah, bro, I mean, that, that, that I mean, word is really fucking sexy, man. Have, have I, you seen I'm that word? In, I'm an intellectual. <laughs> Just describing the cup size. Uh, I've read. I've read two books of that that isekai where a dude meets a, a lich who gives him tons of free magic shit. But I didn't think it was that good. I like it. like it enough. I, I have the latest book, but I have not started it yet. I, I need to get back into reading before bed. Yeah, whatever floats your scrot. Anyway, one more manga I got to talk about because holy Fuck. Okay, this one's much more interesting. It's called Time Stop Hero. All right. I'm interested. Uh, is it that Hentai series? Yes. All right, now I'm more interested. Uh, it, it's listed in Annie list as etchy, but this is extremely filthy. So our protagonist is this perverted high schooler who gets sent to generic fantasy world, but he immediately seen, sees a timer for three days, and he doesn't know when the time runs out if he's going to die or get sent back to Earth or what. But he has he has a game controller, resem resembles a Famicom controller. When he presses the start button, he can pause time. This not only stops the timer, but it allows him to easily kill enemies and to perv on every single woman he meets. Like all of them, yeah, friends, I, I, friends, enemies, is, strangers, all of them. As is Japanese custom. <laughs> I, I I've seen an entire like this, uh, like an entire division. So while yeah, he, you saw it all right. <laughs> uh, so while he's like trying to solve quests to save the kingdom and shit, he's periodically taking breaks. To, pause time, which not only pauses the timer, lets him think of how to solve his problems, it also lets him grope women's titties and sniff their vaginas and such. Jesus. And he, he does this all the time. But this, Like, even when characters join his party, <laughs> he'll, Jesus. he'll just freeze time and molest them. Like, there's this big titty night lady who... Uh, helps him out a couple of times. Tries to kill him once. But yeah, he, he freezes time and strips her naked and inspects her whole body. There's a small teddy thief girl who joins his party. He freezes time, strips her naked. Uh, there's a barbarian chick who looks like Ayla from Chrono Trigger. Nice. He freezes time, he strips her naked and inspects her whole body. On one of his quests, he, he has to travel to another kingdom, and it has a puppet king who's just ruled over by this big teddy witch lady. And guess what? 
<laughs> he gropes her titties. He freezes time. He gropes her titties. <laughs> strips her naked. Okay, so, uh, by the way, source, I mean, the synopsis and analyst, Seven Seas Entertainment. This is being published officially in English. Yes. Yeah, the, nice. the website I was reading it on had a credits page, but it was it's not the usual like fan translation group. This is officially translated and clean cleaned up and redrawn and everything. So this is available in English officially. You you, you might be able to get it at your local labor library or yeah. something. Yeah, let me just rent that at my uh, county library. I want to look the library directly in the eye. I will not break eye contact for a second. So the protagonist is this unrepentant pervert who objectifies and degrades every single attractive woman he comes across. Which wow, is cool. just like me. Which is cool. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> He's this just is... like me for real. For real. No cap. This is. <laughs> It, this is the kind of absurd, perverted nonsense that only Japan could come up with and get away with. But uh, there's some, there's some comedy as well. Uh, like in in one scene, he's on a ship traveling to another kingdom, and he gets attacked by a dragon. And uh, he pauses time looks at the dragon about to breathe fire onto the ship and realizes he has to move the ship out of the way. So he takes a full day to use a little rowboat to slowly pull the, the big ship out of the way of the dragon's breath. And I don't then think that's how time. physics work. That's how magic works, nigga. Alright, fair enough. Oh. He finds out that the timer resets whenever he completes a quest. So, against his will, he's forced to do heroic things to help people out. But, yes, he, he will say In between the sexual assault, yeah. <laughs> yes. Saving the day in between <laughs> bouts of molestation. Like uh, One of his companions is a dark elf chick who, with her... Uh, nice. With her heightened senses, she can tell someone's been messing with her. Like, she notices her clothing has slightly changed position, and so she's fully aware that that uh, our hero is freezing time and molesting her. So so elves are just a, a big autist. Yeah, and they're quick to realize new lewdness. <laughs> this one is absolutely perverted, ridiculous nonsense, and I'm glad it exists. I might have to check it out. That sounds fun. I'll add it to to plan to read list. I guess. I'm yeah. sure that list is very long and not getting short anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that list is. I I mean I I'm I'm doing the the fucking Thursday and weekend anime catch up shit exactly to to finally clear my my fucking what infinitely long watch list so yeah hopefully soon hopefully soon dude the stuff you're playing on thursdays and saturdays it's just stuff from one season ago isn't it 
yes, because I've been a bit a bit lazy this season, especially. I just kind of don't feel like we're watching shit lately, so that, that that's what happens. I was about to criticize you. How are you too lazy to watch anime? And then I realized I'm also too lazy. <laughs> I haven't watched a lot recently. I, I, I've been telling you last episode, my, my dad currently watched more anime than you guys. So. I watched that movie that Full Metal recommended, Macriel, When the Promised Flower Blooms. Yeah. I started reading the manga, but I noticed it hit wasn't completely in English and I wanted to see it in color anyway. So I just watched the movie. Okay. How so, did you like it? I did like it without spoiling anything. It was, it was tragic and beautiful and is definitely right? worth people's time. See, I give great recommendations. Yeah. And there, there's <laughs> no the point of this whole list. Well, I, I recommend, Ultraviolent perverted shit and full metal recommends genuinely good romances and character studies and but Mew just recommends idle shit. <laughs> I yeah, more <laughs> yeah. than fucking idle shit. It, it, it's not even one percent of my watch list. Fine. You also have Hunter X Hunter on your favorites list. I mean who doesn't, to be fair? My, my my watch list is insane. Like it, it, it y y yours are, are are not even like ten percent of mine. I I am nearly I, I'm nearly at like one thousand entry, and that and that's mostly because I call and watch shit in high school. If I could watch it in high school, I'd probably be at fucking two thousand. Uh, if you were a neat, it would be even more. I, I, wa I was at Neat at some point. So. Yeah, you've recommended the several months of your life where you did nothing but watch One Piece. Yep. I enjoyed that, reading. <laughs> I enjoyed reading One Piece, but that's like five times as fast as watching it. But anyways, so I just got to rise that tree, but I have nothing to say about it because I'm Amazon gave it to me like Sunday at like 6 p.m. And it's like might as well I just gave it to me like Monday. So I played it a bit. It seems like pure quality as usual. So I'll talk about it later. However, about a week ago I finally got the Ninja Jajamaru collection. Okay. Uh, I played one of those games. It was a really early Famicom game. Yeah, you, you'll probably see that um, when we get to it. But yeah, I put the cart and it's like three freaking games in one. Uh, the main game of the collection is the new remake, The Great Yokai Bao. So basically, it's a it's a lot like the the first NES NES game, Ninja Jajemalukun. So you you go around. There's a uh, there's enemy to to defeat. You can go uh, up and down the floor. Uh, you do that by by breaking some kind of brick, and sometimes there's a power up. That that's a lot like what the the new remake is like. 
Okay. Yeah, from the screenshots, one of them looks a lot like Mario 3. Yeah, the Mario Tree one is really, really fucking weird. I, I, I'll, I'll get to it when uh, I, I'll describe them quickly. So, all right. So, the remake and Ninja Jamaican. The remake is really fun because it's like short levels that you have like multiple goals, uh, like get get all the money in the stage, be beat it without um, uh, getting hurt. Uh, each stage you beat you get coins to unlock more characters to play uh, it can be played multiplayer you also uh, th there's all sorts of crazy shit you can grab uh, a randomly appearing jellico token and then my character change into the car from city connection all right ninja that who turns into a car why not yeah, the, 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 this shit's awesome, and I wish uh, I could play it multiplayer with someone, because it, it, it's a blast. I know some emulators have a multiplayer option. I, I've never used one before. There's probably a lot of setup. Uh, I never tried much, because I tried it back in the days with the ZS, the ZSNES, yeah. and it was desync heaven. I got instantly fucking desync. Well, that was probably in the early 2000s, right? Uh, 2010s. Oh. Well, I know Fightcade works because I played Full Metal in some Street Fighter 2. Yeah, it's probably better now, especially if, if we use something better like SNES 9X instead of some shit that haven't been updated from like since like 2000-something, but whatever. Yeah, in the early days of emulation, ZSNES was updated more often. But then yeah, but just... you shouldn't use ZSNES now. Yeah, unless you really like the graphical user interface oh, where it has the falling snow. No, even there, there's actually someone that took the graphical interface and put it on a newer emulator. Nice. So it's just an old legacy product. Use SNES 9X. Yeah, use SNES 9X. But anyways, I'll continue. There's also in the collection, Jajamaru no Daiboken. Uh, instead of being stuck in, in some sort of box like the first one, this one is more like a normal platformer. Uh, and there's enemies just randomly spawning. It is hard as balls. After this, there's a Ninja Jajamaru... Ninpocho, I'm not sure. Oh yeah, th th this is the GRPG, I think. Th this is either the GRPG or the Zelda-like one. But I, I haven't touched GRPGs yet because they um uh they, they they require more attention. Yeah, the third one, the description calls it an RPG, and this and it says the fourth one on the Famicom is a top-down action RPG. That uh, one's yeah. probably the Zelda clone. Yeah, the Geeky Madden one It's probably the, the Zelda clone. After this, there's Ninja Jajamaru Genga Dai Sakusen. Which one is this? Fifth ah, right, right. The, game. The, the, this is the one that looks like uh, Super Mario Land or Super Mario Bros. 3. This one is really 
fucking weird because you don't shoot ninja stars anymore you're you're in space for like no fucking reason and then one of your like main uh, one of your two button just uh, makes you run super fast and it's like what the fuck is this shit does it play like mario 3 uh well you you do jump on monsters head to kill them so anyways after this there's oira jajamaru sekai daibokan it's an average like game boy uh, platformer however what's interesting about it is that they also included a non-existing dx version so they they converted the game to game boy color oh cool and added color so so that's kind of cool after this there's a super ninja kid uh as a snes uh, or super famicom platformer uh, this one is you know much more easier than the early famicom games but it's really 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 good yeah is like, it like uh, uh legend of the mystical ninja we're going uh, on. Not, not quite. Going on is actually more like a, a full adventure, I believe. You you have a town and everything. This is more like one of those like Castlevania Four. You know, you just have like a straight up adventure, no bullshit. That's it. That's what Super it's, Ninja Kid is like. The linear platformer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those, it, it's, those could it's be good. It's pretty fun. It's apparently also two two players, and it it plays fantastic. I'm really loving this one. I I, I have a game going on, so I need to finish it. Yeah, and the last game is from 2022. Well, it, it's, it's the it's the new re, the 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 new remake of the um of the first one I've been talking about. Uh, the 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 one that will be really fun to play multiplayer. So I I never really got into this series. I just uh, one time many years ago I saw one of those a uh, bootleg uh, NES collection cartridges, and it had a bunch of games. And the very first game was one of them. Oh yeah, you you probably saw the the the, the first game because it's a, it's an Enerom game. Yeah, the one from 1985. That was probably yeah. It. Let me see. If there's a screenshot in the uh, on the site. Let, let let me just get you a screenshot. Then. Yeah, the early Famicom and NES games were really basic because, to be honest, the hardware was pretty primitive. But it, at some point in the 80s, they figured out they could jam more chips into the cartridges to make the games more advanced. Yeah. They, they did this with a Super NES 2. That's how we got games like Star Fox. The, 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 this is probably the, the one you played. I, I, I also had this and a multi-cart as a kid. So. Yeah, this is the one. It's really yeah. old, basic, mappy land style platformer. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun, but it gets brutal really fucking fast. The 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 
the best academy is a really fucking easy but uh, when you get like to, to level four and the best academy isn't there anymore it, uh, it it gets really hardcore yeah i i didn't get very far because i was just wandering by a chinatown kiosk that happened to have it yeah but anyways that anyway. That, nope. That's the Ninja Jajamarukun collection. There is still stock on strictly limited games because you want that version because that version has everything in one and not everything separated in three fucking games. Yeah, I like these game collections that are actually every game in a series not separated into like three games each. I hate that shit. That's what Nintendo and Capcom have been doing for decades. Mm. Uh, so this is another series I need to get into. So I think I think there was a tribute to this series on the Game Center CX game on the DS. Yeah, and this um, and especially the second one. There's some kind kind of uh, of platformer where you collect souls, and then also in the first one, there's some kind of um, uh, of of ninja game that goes through doors. It, 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 these games are probably some massive mishmash of ideas stolen from like. 10 different game because also in the second one there's one that's like closer to ninja gaiden yeah but had a not more, quite it was a more expansive metroidvania style game yeah exactly the, 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 the these games were really fucking well made yeah it was called retro game challenge in yeah, america this, i don't the, know why they translated it because in 2007, no one gave a shit about this Japanese TV show. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's why they, they, they changed it, because it's, it, it was not known enough. But unfortunately, they, they never did bring the second one. And, and the second one is, like, really, really fucking good also. Oh. I thought it was irritating that it forced you to go through challenges to unlock new games. Like, Nigga, yeah, just, but... Just give me the games and let me play the dragon quest ripoff or whatever yeah but the thing is that the fun of the game is going through is that there's a meta game around it you know you you unlock shit as if you were a kid in the 80s you know you get games as the as the year goes by you get magazines however if you really hate one of those fucking games you can just read the magazines and then play with cheat codes there's like invincibility cheat codes for everything and the yeah RPG... I, I, I saw that it had in-game magazines you could look up for info on the games and some people enjoyed that but i just wanted to play the games yeah but then also even for the rpg there's some sort of like instant win cheat and uh, yeah technically you could basically unlock everything in about like 10 minutes if you wanted like this no i should have checked game facts before playing but 
Anyway, like today, the, the, the fun of the series is the meta game. Is that it's a meta game, but whatever. The meta game means I have to watch an unskippable cutscene of kids stand sitting in front of a TV playing their Famicom. It's it's not kids. It's kid Agno from the fucking TV show. I thought he didn't play many games when he was a kid. I, I don't know. Like part of the appeal of the show Game Center CX is that he doesn't really like video games and he's forced to play them despite being totally unfamiliar with them. Yeah, but but then it it, it will be like a waste of a license if they didn't. So yeah, most English speakers know this show from the reaction pick, uh, his smile and optimism gone. <laughs> I still see that quite a bit when things get bad. But but anyways, anything else to talk about before we go into a full metals list? Nope, I'm done. It's full metals still. I'm still uh, here. I was just letting you talk about your games. I'm not familiar with most of them. I did play Retro Game Challenge though. I had that on the DS. Nice. It, it's worth a lot, a boatload of money now. I don't have it anymore. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I pirated that shit. You kidding? I, I I got it on on Guzex back in the days. Oh, it's not worth as much as I thought it did. Uh, it no, it did at at some point. But yeah, it, 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 if you have like the, the box, it's worth like about fifty, uh, sixty bucks. Mm, that's not bad. All right. What have you been doing lately, Full Metal? So, I finally finished Naruto with my brother. I've mentioned how we've been watching that together. We finally got to the end. Holy All the shit. filler, everything. We did not know. We did not watch the filler. We, we only watched <laughs> some of the filler. We skipped most of it, but still. Like, skipping most of the filler, it's still a really fucking long series. We started this, like, how long ago? I don't even remember. It was months and months ago. But we finally got around to finishing it. But holy hell, what a journey. Start One Piece now. No! <laughs> Dude, I, it's too much. I already promised I'd read Berserk. You can't make me promise to read Berserk and One Piece. Yeah, yeah Berserk you, is more important. You, you still didn't read Berserk. I haven't started yet, but I oh, will. I'm going to hold him to his promise, but we'll get to it. Yeah, eventually. I'll get around to it. But anyway, yeah, Naruto is... For all the shit that it gets, and it deserves a lot of shit, it's actually a really entertaining show. It's not well written by any stretch of the imagination, but it's fun. It's dumb meathead shonen shit. Yeah, One Piece is way better. It probably is, in terms of writing. But if it's something you can enjoy with your family members, then I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah, we got pretty hooked into it, and he enjoyed it, the series so much, he went out and bought some of the games, and he started playing the games with our sisters, and then they got into the TV show, so now they're watching it. 
So it just became this whole thing now. So now I'll walk in and all three of them will have a conversation about Naruto and then ask start asking me questions about it like I know any more than they do at this point. Do they ask you which character would win in a fight or what? Uh, sometimes it depends what they're talking about or it's just be like, it'll just be like a thing that they forgot, like, uh, who did what, who killed who. And then, uh, and then it'll be like, oh yeah, who's stronger, who's, you know, or just asking me who they, who do I think is the hottest chick in this series? Who is? I know you think it's Tsunade, Day, right? It's Tsunade, yeah. dude. Holy shit. <laughs> Hot granny. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> granny if, if meaning you, uh, thirty years old. No, she's actually pretty old. I oh, think she... in the series she's like in her fifties to sixties or something. Yep, she, 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 she's she's using like ninja jutsu to at very yeah. young. Yeah, she's Come using on. bullshit ninja magic to make herself vulnerable. But uh, wood. She, she, she's about as old as uh, Jiraiya. Yeah. Which is old. He was an old man. But yeah, anyway. I, I just wanted to say it's a fun series, you know. I For enjoyed me it. To poop on. <laughs> no, you can't treat me like Mew. That's not fair. Well, watch better <laughs> animes. I do. I, w- I watch the best anime. I have a whole list of anime that I've recommended. Yeah, but you, you haven't you know, watched that Love one Live. List? I'm not going to watch Love Live. You can go, you can suck my dick. <laughs> but right. anyway. Shall we get into your list? Or do, do you have more to talk about? I do have another thing. Um, so, Mew... Was, uh tagged me in a thread on the Fediverse of uh, someone recommending some manga. And so I decided to check one of them out. Did I? I don't remember yeah. why. I don't know either. You just did. But I checked uh, I checked out Rokudo no Onatachi which is a story about like this little nerdy boy who's uh, essentially a fucking loser and he goes to like a delinquent high school and oh, yeah. uh, he gets bullied constantly oh yeah the the, the thing is that uh, all of these are like anime that are releasing like in the season coming in a few days that 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 was the nice. trend yeah, this one's getting an anime in ten, 10 days from when we're recording. Oh, I didn't know that. But I just wanted to check did, out did one of them. Did you actually read the what... thread? <laughs> I didn't read the whole thread. I just read some of the titles for the uh, for the shows, or the uh, the manga. And I just wanted to see what they were about. And I, I read the description of this one, and I was like, that sounds kind of interesting. I'll check this out. So I read about 10 chapters of it and um lightweight it's kind of it's kind of well i was just peeking into it i wasn't planning on fucking reading the whole goddamn thing it there's like 233 chapters of this shit and you can do that i'm gonna read the whole uh, no i can't 
That's an, ridiculous. I mean, an, an anime about mostly delinquent girl, of course I will pick this shit up. Of yeah, course. I mean, come on, it's me. <laughs> but yeah, I picked it up, and it's actually quite entertaining. Uh, so, the premise is this kid uh, gets some magical bullshit scroll from his dead grandpa, and uh, it cast a curse on him that makes all of the delinquent girls in the world like fall in love with him any delinquent that meets him she just instantly like has a huge boner for him god uh, sometimes to his detriment i, so I am watching this for sure yeah i'm gonna watch it too because this is a funny premise i enjoy it so it's just him trying to navigate his school life, trying to avoid getting his ass kicked by bullies, which happens often because he's a fucking dork. And now on top of that, he also has all the girls swooning for him. So you could imagine that's going to double up on the ass whoopings. I'll watch the anime when it comes out soon. This could be fun. I yeah, can't this is one to look for out for. This, this is a fun time. But that's pretty much it. Uh, so you want to get into the recommendations? Yeah, let, 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 let's go with your list. Let's do it. Take it away. Alrighty then. So we're back at it again. And uh, almost there. We're really close to the end. But uh, let's kick this off with Millennium Actress. This is a great anime movie. Like really unique and of course it's another satoshi Kon movie i fucking love this guy i have not seen this one Me really 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 that's, that's interesting I, it's i never lie <laughs> fuck you <laughs> i'm not accusing you of lying i'm just surprised that you wouldn't have seen another uh, satoshi Kon movie he has some of the best anime movies out there i don't but... watch anime movies so Oh god, I know, but you're you're such a weenie. Even if they like have idol shit, I, I, j I just rarely watch anime movies. Whatever, you're a weenie. Uh, Millennium Actress is a really interesting uh, movie about this woman who wants to become an actress, like really early on in Japan's like. Um, dive into like uh movies like you know filmmaking uh i can't like remember exactly 1920s or something you see somewhere around there i forget exactly when it starts um but it, it's kind of hard to remember because it also skips around timelines a lot so like the story is about this actress trying to find this man uh who gave her um i think it was like a necklace or something i forget what it was some bullshit item and uh, return it to him. And also she has a crush on him and she wants to like be his like wife or whatever. So uh, it, it tells the story through her movies because it shows her going through her career and she'll play different movies in different like decades or uh, even centuries. So like one, one scene like will be telling the story through this like old school, like, Japanese samurai movie that's supposed to take place in like the 1600s or some bullshit. And then the next she'll be like a 90s like housewife in Japan. 
And it, it just, like, tells the story through, like, multiple eras in history. And uh, in there's this, like, uh, this guy who used to work with the company that she was with. And um, he, he was just, like, a coffee runner or whatever. He was some bullshit guy. And he's, like, her biggest fan. And he's interviewing her in her, like, twilight years. She's now, like, an old lady telling him like the story of her life and career and he's he's now like a a journalist so he's trying to write like a book about her and it's really fascinating this sounds pretty rad and i enjoy everything by satoshi kone i've ever seen so i'm sure oh, yeah. i would if, enjoy if this. you like if you like satoshi kone if you like perfect blue paprika like any of those you'll enjoy this All right, I'll add this to my planning to watch list. J mm -hmm. j just put it in a movie night. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll never watch it. Pretty much. Yeah, that's weird how you won't watch movies unless like you're forced to for a movie night. I I, I don't I don't watch I just simply don't watch movies. If it wasn't for movie night. There will be so many movies I wouldn't have watched. So, yeah. All right. So, anyway, there's not too much more I could say about it without spoiling it. It's a great movie. So, moving on to Spirited Away, another movie. So, I'm sure Mew hates me right now. Well, we did watch this one for movie night just a few months ago, and... So I recall you really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I say that it was finally a movie that uh, I feel like is up to uh, uh, to Ghibli's reputation. Like, yeah, I, I wasn't that impressed with everything else that we we've seen. Like they were nice, but they were not that like super mega amazing but i feel like finally this is the one that uh, that that actually makes me believe the reputation yeah i think this movie and princess mononoke like carry ghibli like those are usually the two that pe uh, people say that they love from ghibli but th personally this one's my favorite spirited away I remember watching this on TV, I think it was like Toonami or something, at like, uh, uh, I don't know, just like some weeknight, and just being blown away by how amazing this movie is. I, and I, I've probably watched it like half a dozen times since then. I oh, come back it, to it every few oh, years just to watch it again. If it aired on TV, especially back then, then, uh, then, then uh, yeah, I, I imagine that it... it, it it will blow you away compared to everything else. Yeah. Like, you know, you're used to, like, at that age, like, what was popular, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon, you know, those Saturday morning shit, you know, Digimon. Not really high-quality animation, pretty low-effort stories. And then and, I, I just and, watched this, and I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. And, and along comes this expertly crafted movie made by a master beautiful animation 
fascinating story and terrifying if you're a child because you empathize with the little girl who is just like put in this surreal like fucked up situation where she's basically a slave and she's like working towards saving her parents uh from their own greed they ended up like getting cursed because they're fucking idiots and it's like wow what a what a what a fascinating concept yeah, this is like hands down the best Ghibli movie. Although I will respect it if people say Princess Mononoke is their favorite, but this one is hands down the best. It's a must watch, uh, really for anybody, not just anime fans, but just in general. This is a fantastic movie. Yeah, if I recall, uh, Western movie critics thought it was really impressive as well. Even the ones who don't care about cartoons at all. Very few things do I, like, would I give, like, a 10 out of 10 rating? This is one of them. This is a 10 out of 10. This is a damn near perfect movie. Yeah, I freaking loved it. But I'm sure everybody's heard of this movie. I'd be shocked if you didn't. So Yeah, not much else to say about it. It's basically perfect. Yeah. You just have to watch it if you haven't. But anyway, moving on to the next anime, Serial Experiments Lane, which I know you fucking hated. It is yeah. art. Art. I don't like it much. We we, we watched it recently, and uh, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's pretentious gibberish. It, it's cool think it, gibberish, but still... People think fine. it's deeper than it is, but it's really just meaningless nonsense that the creator thinks is cool. Yeah, uh, and uh, I think the mass appeal from it, like... This was... I, I think this anime was like instrumental in um, anime becoming like mainstream in the West. Like, a lot of people were blown away by this. Uh, it, it, it really, like hit on that like kind of fear and bewilderment but also like curiosity of the internet age because this came out like 98 which was like yeah. you know when computers were first becoming like like a thing you would have in your house like before then like computers were basically like only relegated to businesses and like the government yeah i i, I before then I remember when I was like a kid, there was a neighbor that has Windows 95, but otherwise, uh, computers yeah, were... Windows 98 was when it really like hit the home. Sorry, I meant Windows 95, but uh, otherwise, I knew very little people with the computers. It, it was really around the 2000, at least in Canada, the government had a program uh, where... Uh, you will get a, a pretty hefty discount on your computer and you will get like free internet for uh, X amount of months. So that made the people, a lot of people get a computer and get connected in the internet. At the same time, uh, my local school uh, basically massively upgraded their... Um, their computer lab. Before that, all we had were fucking Apple color Apple twos, like really old shit. But we got like an entire lab of uh, colorful, uh, you know, those uh, colorful iMac 
uh, they're called G- G3 or some shit. I don't remember. Yeah, I remember the yeah, IMAX. But but yeah, it's it's really around the two thousand where the the web really started exploding. Yeah, yeah. Like, around ninety eight was when it was like just becoming a thing, and people were like afraid and also like curious. So this was like a really weird transitional period for the world. Mm. Yeah, I remember on that game show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Uh, they had an option where you could call a friend and ask them for help with a question. And this this was in the late 90s. Uh, someone called up a friend and he got on the internet and looked for the answer to the question. And they accepted it because it was such a weird novelty at the time to look something up online. Uh, yeah, around 2000, I had an internet friend who was fascinated by this, but I thought it looked like pretentious crap, so I never searched it out. But I'm sure I could have gotten a VHS copy of it. Well, I I, I watched it like back then on G4 Tech TV Canada when I still couldn't freely watch uh, anime on the internet because of my fucking bandwidth limit. Uh uh, Ice Loop might actually be right about this. The dub might actually uh, have changed stuff uh, a bit. At least I I, re- I don't remember it being that fucking cryptic. So I I don't know. M- maybe I can't the... remember. I've watched both the dub and the sub. So I but I watched the dub a long time ago. So I really don't remember. Yeah, exactly. M- maybe the the dub made the show just less yeah, cryptic. It... But I'm not sure. Yeah, it... this is probably worth watching at least once just to see what the hype is about. Because some people really love it, and it it does have some. Fa- some fascinating and unique aesthetics. Like, we just covered yeah. Satoshi Kon, who also likes to have stories about uh, real worlds overlapping with fictional ones, but this one's different enough that it's worth a watch. But yes, I do think it is pretentious nonsense. Yeah. It, it is. It, and I... I still love it for its aesthetics and for the for the music and like all of it. Yeah, the, the opening atmosphere. song is really I, good. Oh, the opening song is amazing. I know, I fucking love it. But <clears throat> I still think it's a must watch for anime fans, like especially if you're a fan of like older anime and it just kind of feels like such a time capsule of the of the time, you know, it's it just like of that like mindset that I, I find it fascinating yeah. to watch. For that reason, because the story itself isn't really that interesting. It's not as deep as it thinks it is. Yeah, but it does get across the feeling that computers are almost magical in the possibilities they have. Yeah, basically. But anyway, we've already talked about serial experiments lane enough. Yeah, let's move on. All right. Now to something that I really fucking love, but I don't know how many other people will love it. So, Shigatsu wa Kimi no Osu, or Your Lie in April, is one of my favorite anime of all time. So, 
it's it's about this kid who's like a pianist prodigy you know i i'm sure you've probably seen like videos online like five-year-old russian kid plays perfect like beethoven or whatever he was that kid now does like, it show that his, guy does it show his parents beating him into playing the piano properly yes oh cool that's actually a plot point <laughs> so he yeah of course so he's this child prodigy and he plays piano super duper good and uh and all of the other kids are like jealous of him and they they secretly like call him a robot behind his back because he he plays the 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 song so like perfectly to like the letter like you know he plays the notes like as they're completely intended not adding like any flair or any sort of like personal like uh yeah <laughs> uh touch to it he plays it robotically like a computer would. You call a Japanese person a robot, they'll take it as a compliment. They probably would. But uh and it, it, you come to find out like his his life is pretty tragic. So his mom is dying of a terminal illness and she's not going to be around for much longer and she was a professional pianist. So she figures She's going to beat the fucking piss out of him and get him to learn how to play piano properly before she dies. Because that's quite literally the only thing she can pass on to him. <laughs> so is there a so romance the, between him and the violin girl? Kind of, sort of. I hope she's not it, a tsundere. No, she's uh, she's the kind of like bubbly, like friendly personality type. I don't know what the, the dairy would be. But she's she's kind of like uh she's kind of pushy, but she's uh very positive overall, very expressive. She's like almost the opposite of him, which is kind of like the point. Mm. He's this like shy, reserved, like beaten dog, and she's this like bright, shining, like uh adventurous girl. Yeah, this is number twenty on Annie List top anime TV shows of all time. Yeah. This one is kind of hard to recommend because you, it, it it's kind of tragic. It's there's a lot of like uh, emotional bits in it, and I don't want to compare it to anything out of uh, spoiling it. But uh, just looking at the recommendations, I'm sure you could figure it out. Um, this is a uh, uh, it, it's just such a fucking beautiful show, and I I love. I love classic piano music, especially Chopin. And that's the first song they play together is a violin uh, piano duet of Frederick Chopin's uh, uh, 23rd piano opus or wh whatever it's called. And it's, it's like my favorite piece. And I instantly fell in love with the show from that alone. Uh, you have to be a classical music nerd to know the names of these instrumental pieces. But it seems like more additional appeal for, for this on top of the cool things that already has. Yeah, you, you've recommended yeah. this before. I need to watch it. I have. This is hands down. Like, this is actually in my top ten. Like, one of my favorite. Yeah, you put a star next to it. Yeah. Um... 
this I, this was one of the anime that really got me into watching seasonal stuff. It was around 2014 when I started getting into seasonal stuff, and it's because of this anime that still I think about it all the time, like constantly. Like it's like permanently etched into my brain. It's just one of those shows that really just like sticks with you. Mm. At least it was that way for me. Well, if you read Berserk, I can watch this. How about that? That's I don't know if that's necessarily a fair trade-off, but sure. Read the first few volumes of Berserk and I'll watch this. Alright. Fair but enough. Let's move on. Alright. Shirobako. I'm sure you've seen this one. Oh, I have seen this, and I've seen the movie sequel. Me too. I like the movie. I think the series is better than the movie. So oh, you do watch movies, you fucking liar. Yeah, but I, I actually went to the cinema by myself to watch this while it was still COVID, if I recall correctly. Oh, yeah, it did come out during COVID, didn't it? Yeah. I didn't watch it until after. It was in theaters. Like, once it was out. Yeah, the movie came out February 29th of 2020. Yeah, and it probably yeah. came... Uh, wait, it it was uh, Feb? Yeah, it was in summer for me. Uh, but anyway, Shirobako, it's, it's this sort of lighthearted uh, story about a woman who works for an animation company. It's literally their job to make anime. So it's an anime about anime and about the industry. I don't know how accurate it is and how in-depth uh, to the process it is, because I haven't, like, obviously uh, yeah. does it show in the animation industry. Yeah, does but it, it does show, show quite a working, bit that I am familiar with. Does it show them working 80 hours a week and only making a couple hundred bucks? Kind of. I don't remember it specifically being that, but it showed that uh, they do have to work their ass off to meet deadlines. And it's a pretty stressful and thankless job. But they're really proud of their work, you know, as artists are. Yeah. Like, it even has a story uh, where one of the shows that they're animating, they have to go meet the... Uh, the creator of the manga that it's based off of to like get directions and to get his approval on things. So it's, it's really, it's a really fun show. And if you're a fan of anime, you'll probably get something out of it. Just seeing like how, uh, you know, how the sausage is made, so to speak. It is made with love. And absurdly, it's made with blood, sweat, and tears. Absurdly long work hours. Yeah, it, it, blood, it was sweat, a nice... tears, and semen. Don't forget the semen. <laughs> it, it was a nice, a, a nice comedy. Uh, that, that that's actually a pre, a pretty decent insight into the industry. I think, like it's 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 not that serious about it, but still. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. 
I see it being compared to like Bakuman, which is about like guys creating manga, and Izoken about those girls creating their own little uh, anime for a school club. I can see the comparison. If you like those, you'll probably also like Shiro Bako. Yeah, I still also in the recommendation new game, but new game I'd say it's less serious about making video game than this one is, but whatever. I, I haven't seen new game, so I can't really say. New, new game is, is, is really more of a cute girl doing cute things series. Yeah, that figures. This is a little bit that. There there are a lot of cute girls. Yeah, but, but um, it's just it's not just cute girl. It's, yeah, new, it's not just that. New game is about like one hundred percent cute girls. Yeah, I respect yeah, Zoken for having ugly girls doing cute things. Which is far more accurate. <laughs> I I love Zoken. I thought that was a great show. Yeah, it's the first recommendation. <laughs> Yeah, I can see the comparison. I feel like that probably goes more in-depth than the actual like animation. But this is more about the industry as a whole. And it pulls its punches because it's not going to show you how soul-crushing the actual industry is. Because they still want people to watch the show. Not that it's completely devoid of drama. But it's a much more light-hearted uh, look at the animation industry in Japan. But anyway, that's be, Shirobako. Be, before we go into um, into something else, let me link this. So uh, at uh, a local cinema chain, they're going to show Spirited Away live on stage with subtitles. How the hell? Neat. There's no, so many weird-ass monsters and magic shit going on. I mean, like a big production play, it's yeah, doable. I'm, I'm looking at the trailer now. Yeah, this could be cool. Yeah, it, it it looks amazing. I don't know. I don't know if I should go. You should go. If it's appearing near your hometown, go for it. Yeah, Canada gets much more artsy fartsy shit than we do. Like, unless you live in like a big like art art city like new york or something you're probably not gonna see too much of that shit here in the states well actually uh, if you do live in an extra big city you should normally see most of the big uh, anime movies but if most of the big anime movies do appear in, th in theaters uh, close to you, to you, Spirited Away live on stage might actually also show up. Because usually th these kind of things, um, they, they try to, um, to, to show them like in the US and Canada at the same time. So... I'm, yeah, this do, is do, all Canadian... The one you you linked to us. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Cineplex is Canadian, but uh, ch check check at your local theater uh, website to to see if it's actually showing. Th there might be a chance that it is, but anyways, let's go back to your list. Uh, uh, another block, or are we done for today? Let's go for another one. Okay. Sure. All right, Steinsgate.
Do, yeah. do we need? Is... Yeah, I mean, it needs no introduction. Honestly, uh, we did a whole episode on this, actually. Yes. Yeah. Go, 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 it was, that was fun. Yeah, I want to do more. I want to do more like single, uh, single anime episodes where we just like delve into uh, one specific anime instead of just these uh, long lists. I think yeah, that'd be yeah. really fun. Yeah, yeah but I to, enjoy doing to that. do that, we have to all three of us has to watch something. So it's gonna be yeah, dumb. We have to, yeah, it's pretty. We have rare to agree all... on something, yeah, and then we have to watch it at the watch same the same time. thing. What? Yeah, I mean, it's great to have a, a variety of things, but yeah, sometimes I just want to focus on one specific thing. And once we cover Berserk, me and Mew will reread the first few volumes, because I'm always down for that. I, I, right. I've seen the Golden Age so many fucking times, I don't need to. Read the manga again, it's always worth it. No. <laughs> Yeah, Steins Gate is good. Uh, I think it's slightly overrated. It's not this amazing, super, bit. super genius series that some people make it out to be, but I did enjoy it. It was good. Yeah, I thought it was very, very solid. Um, but yeah, I agree. It's a little bit overhyped, but pretty much anything that's hyped is overhyped. People it tend makes... to overreact to things. Uh, they, the, the... they either love something or hate something. They can't just uh... be like, yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, I I have given uh, Steins Gate the anime of the decade because it was one of those anime that everyone has seen, everyone loved, everyone put it on a high pedestal, and yeah, pr pr pretty much it, it it was just completely loved, hundred percent. But not just that; it's a perfect adaptation of the visual novel. If you read the visual novel, you're, you're going to get the absolute same thing. Pretty posh, nearly nothing was thrown away. Doesn't the visual novel have multiple endings? Yes, and it's covered because of the, of the time travel mechanic. Oh, that's right. There are several bad ends. Yeah. Yeah, this, so, this, this anime may have been inspired by that time travel movie I played yesterday, Primer. But chat wasn't paying attention to it, including Mew. Yeah, I, I had a massive fucking headache, and I, I, I didn't feel like watching some fucking cryptic bullshit where you have to actually pay that much attention to it. Yeah, this, this is American movie with a very small budget. It was seven thousand dollars in two thousand four. Ooh, that's rough. But it, it it's about these office nerds who create a time machine, and uh, they keep it in a storage place, and they use it to try to get rich. But one of them tries to use it to fix his failed love life, and uh, things just spiral out of control from there. Yeah, and the the problem is that 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 the movie does not make. Uh the different timelines easy on you you're, you're you're supposed to just figure all that out yourself and that that was kind of the issue yeah uh, this is for you, big brain niggas only you, you you have to be in a specific set of mind you have to not uh have a headache or whatever the fuck when you're watching this or else 
you're it's not that it was terrible i i mean i knew what was like kind of going on it's just that uh, all like the small details and what's like happening at the moment it's not kind of like well explained and yeah yeah but in in steinsgate they reference a bunch of american media so they probably saw this movie at one point maybe at some point i want to watch steinsgate zero i still haven't seen that uh, Steinsgate zero it's not that it's not good it, it it's just that the um the the original just it has a perfect it's just a perfect story more or less yeah the, the problem is that Steingate zero i have yet to play the visual novel but the visual novel is not as solid it it, it because the thing is that the original visual novel was rather uh, linear. This one is not. So it was a much harder adaptation. And also, in this one, uh, Ocarin, the main character, is extremely depressed for most of it, which is kind of a downer. Like, it's kind of... To be fair, it's supposed to be, though. Isn't it supposed to be the bad yeah, end? Yeah, it's supposed to be, but uh, what made Shinegate fun is that at the beginning of it, you had, like, the, 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 this this fun crew of nerds, and it, it's not as fun. Like, there's a, a big reason why, but you know at the same time it sucked some fun out of this series i'd say it's well worth a watch it's not a massive disaster or anything but it just like it's different go go into it with these expectations all right right i've not seen any of the spin-offs or sequels because I wouldn't even know where to begin, and I've heard they're not as good as the original. Exactly. And Mayuri is best girl. Of course, I, I I'd say uh, I I'll give it to Chris. Actually, she is an acceptable waifu. Yes. Yeah, I don't know, uh, Amane. I guess. Oh, I, I, all different answers. Yeah, mo- <laughs> most of them are good, except there's one crazy one and one who's a, a man in most timelines. Yeah. <laughs> you're only gay in one timeline. Or you're gay, you're only straight in one <laughs> timeline, sorry. If you if you like, uh, what's what's his name? Luca. Uh, Mayuri. Luca, or no, Luca, yeah, that's a, yeah, gay ass niggas. Uh, enough of this shit. Let's move on. All right. So next is another anime movie. I'm just killing Mew tonight. Sword of the Stranger. Uh, actually, actually seen it. Oh wow. I have not. Mr. I don't watch anime movies. Well, uh, someone on SPC showed it uh, during like the holidays or something. It's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. What's it about? 
Okay, so it's about this. It's kind of hard to explain. So it's it's during like the Warring States era, I believe, and it's uh, at like the end of the Shogunate, and you just have these. Uh, you have the foreigners coming in, and you have this guy who's like one of the last samurai, and he picks up a little boy. Uh, not to molest or anything. That's just uh, a thing that happens. And uh, it's this sort of journey. And um, he's more or less kind of looking for his end. And there's this uh, mercenary that's being hired by like an enemy faction to take care of him. And it, it's really all building up to the final climax where the, these two like masterful like swordsmen just battle it out and that's really what the movie's known for is the end where they just have this really fucking sick sword fight I, i'm afraid i don't I, I i remember almost nothing from it honestly me too i'm kind of struggling to remember some of the details because i think it's just <laughs> sort of this like chill adventure up until the end oh it has a do it has a dog with a sword in its mouth i it really does like have that. a dog I like that trope. But yeah, it's it's a very simple uh story about uh it's you ever seen the movie The Last Samurai? It's kinda like that, but actually Japanese. <laughs> I don't really have too much else to say about it. It's not a terribly complex story. It's really just there for like the cool fights. You'll definitely enjoy it if you like uh, some good old fashioned samurai fights. All right. All right. Next one. I cannot pronounce that, so I'm going to call it Desert Punk. Desert Punk is a really fascinating uh, anime. So, like. You know how uh, Trigun takes place on this, like, desert world? It's mm -hmm. got this whole, like, Western, like, United States, like, the, the Western, like, Arizona sort of, like, feel to it. Well, this is kind of similar. It, it all takes place on this, like, desert world. And it's, uh, I believe it takes place in the future. It's not supposed to be a different planet. I think it's, like so far into the future that the planet's mostly desert. And it's just kind of like sort of post-apocalypse uh, sort of not quite steampunk. I guess desert punk really is the best way to describe it. It's this kind of like ratty aesthetic. Like everything's kind of like rusty and shitty. And half of the like places are abandoned. But it's about this guy who works as a gun for hire and he's just a fucking asshole because, and this is kind of like a plot point. He has like a manlet energy. He's like, he's like five feet tall and he's constantly being ridiculed by everyone around him for being short. He's just, uh, he's just known for, uh, some like real fuckery. Like he likes to like get a tactical advantage on his enemies by just like fucking with them in silly ways. Like, I don't know if you've played Metal Gear Solid V, 
uh but like I... you have the ability to like uh you do those like blow up dolls that are of boss a blow up dolls is a terrible way to describe it like the de- <laughs> the inflatable decoys <laughs> of, <laughs> of of boss and to distract the enemies and he'll do shit like that like he'll make decoys of himself out of balloons to like so like people will uh uh, we'll chase after that only to find out it was just a fucking balloon and then he'll show up behind them with a shotgun and point it right at their fucking nuts. And then along the way he picks up a little girl, not to molest. I need to ver- I need to clarify that every time a child's brought into an anime now. <laughs> uh, it's unfortunate but, he, he, but necessary. Yeah. She, um... She basically becomes his apprentice, more or less. But he's, again, he's an asshole. So he's just mostly using her. He he doesn't really like care that much about her, but she's very determined to learn his ways, so she doesn't fucking die in this brutal hellscape world. Yeah, I, and, I've uh, not seen yeah, this. I only this know really. I only know about fun the titty adventure. monster. There is a titty monster. Uh, does she have a major role? Um, I think she's just like a rival. I believe she's a rival. Uh, yeah, she's she's just like his rival essentially. She's just another rival gun for hire. So is this better? Sometimes or she's worse working than... on the same side. Sometimes she's working on the opposite side. That's sort of the things with mercenaries, you know. Yeah, is this better or worse than Trigun? Um, probably not as good as Trigun, though. It probably depend on your taste. Um, I would say, I would say it's almost on par with Bisco, which is another anime that I see recommended. Mm. Yeah, another adventure in it's... the desert. Yeah. It's it's not quite as fantastical as that one. It doesn't have like the weird mushroom mechanic thing going on. It's more like apocalyptic esque. Uh, is it similar to Trigun? But I think Trigun's probably better. But this is pretty close in terms of quality. Uh, the only thing I would really complain about is the ending, where it's not really an ending. It things just stop rather than uh you know, like a proper conclusion. Now, but other a, than that... That's usually irritating, but... Uh, yeah, there's, but what can you do? Always, a lot of shows are like that. Yeah, maybe they ran out of money or something. This is 24 episodes. I'm sure the manga yeah, goes the, on after that, because that's 139 the chapters. Yeah, the manga's 139, so this probably... I, I don't believe it adapts the whole thing, because it feels like there's a build-up in the story to some, like, bigger events happening down the line, but it just never comes in the anime, so... I'm surprised it Maybe read the manga, even. Surprised it doesn't recommend Fist of the North Star, the ultimate adventure in a desert anime. Yeah, because that one's fucking stupid retarded cartoony gibberish don't get me wrong i love fist of the north star i use kenshiro as my avatar but it's fucking dumb (laughs) 
I've only seen a little bit of it, but what I have seen was really goofy. But uh, yeah, I mean, it inspired a lot, so you can't discount Fist of the North Star. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch Desert Punk for a long time. I just haven't. Yeah, I went through a phase. I watched this when I was really getting into anime, like at first. So I was going through a phase where I really, really liked anti-heroes. And he's kind of an anti-hero. I mean, he even says it in the anti-tags. You never saw Berserk? <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I didn't see it. All right, let's move on. All right. So, uh, Gurren Logan. Everybody's fucking heard of Gurren Logan before. Yeah, it's good. Watch it next. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Anyway, Angel's yeah. Egg. Angel's Egg is art. It is art. <laughs> If we're willing to to call Lane pretentious, what what do we call this? Artistic. No, <laughs> more than pretentious. What's extremely pretentious? Uh, so this is about two characters who stand around in a bleak landscape and they talk about weird shit, and that's. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of dialogue. Things just sort of happen. Honestly, it's really just there to watch the really beautiful animations. Just the the the, the 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 aesthetic of the world. The the moments of uh really like surrealism. Yeah, and supposedly it's symbolic of uh the director's like Christian beliefs, but it's really hard to understand what's going on. Yeah, I didn't really get that feeling from it. Um, but to each their own, I suppose. Yeah, yeah Serial Experiments it, Lane is like literally the next recommendation, and I can see why. It's kind of similar in that vein. Although there there really isn't any story in this. There's like barely any at all. It's just nope. there's this weird fucked up world and things are happening and you're just kind of here for the ride. It's really more of like a trip down like an artistic sort of uh, thing. It, it it feels more like going into a museum, like a Japanese art museum. Than That's it a does, good way to like, put it. Watching a movie. Yeah. Everything. Like, the way you're... I would describe it is you could you could take like just random shots of this anime, frame it and hang it on a wall in a museum, and it wouldn't look out of place. Yeah, everything Yoshitaka Amano does has this weird dreamlike quality to it. And this is no exception. But if you want to see something yeah. like this that has a plot, just watch the Vampire Hunter D movies. I actually haven't seen much of Vampire Hunter D. Oh, both movies well, are really good. I'll have to watch it eventually, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, Angel's Egg, it's, it is incredibly pretentious. It, it's so high on its own parts, and it thinks it's the smartest thing in the world. It's not, but it is beautiful in its own right. It has some gorgeous visuals. Yeah. Like I, I've, never I, seen, I, I, I've never seen the use of shadow and colors quite like this. 
Yeah, it's really all about the art for this one. So if if you're not into like artsy fartsy pretentious shit, it's probably not for you. But I love that shit. Uh, my only real complaint about this anime would really be the ending because I just thought the whole thing with the egg was dumb. Yeah, but other than that ending, yeah, here's a bunch which of which is shit kind of minor ends. considering the fact that it's not much of a story at all. So, but it's just it's yeah. It's artsy fartsy bullshit. Yeah, but it's one. That's really all I can say about what it. it does. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely, hands down. So if you're a fan of art, like this, just not art. Even, just art. All capitals. Art. Art. Yeah. It's fucking art. Yeah. If you're just a fan of art, like this is a must watch. But if you don't give a shit about that, then don't, I guess. Because yeah, there's not much lost, to it. Mew has lost interest. He's gone back to his idol shit already. Yeah, probably. I can hear him tapping on his fucking gotcha games right now. <laughs> I am not on my phone. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, that's right. it for tonight. Yeah, enough of this shit. Yeah, we'll try getting the... The, the Pokemon episode next week, but we'll see. Yeah, if not, then, we, we can finish right. up this list. It's it's all good. Yeah. Okay. All right. If there's nothing else, we'll say good night. Later. Fuck off. <laughs>